Okay, boys, are you ready? Yes. Bedtime Story Adventure 2018 Chapter 18 What is that? James asked, looking at the tooth in Elf's hand. It's Titus's tooth. We found it in the museum, Jenny said. It unlocks the box. James was still confused. Elf spoke quickly to Zen. Can you follow the wolf, but don't attack? Find out where he goes. Yes, sir, Zen said. Boys, you heard the boss. Go track that wolf. Sammy, you stay here with me. The rats dispersed, with the exceptions of Zen and Sammy, who stayed in the churchyard with the children. I don't understand, James said. Doesn't Grauf have the key now, and don't we have to catch him? Not quite, Elf said. The box is protected by two methods. First, you need the badger stone. Then, you need the tooth. The tooth has to be inside for the triple M key to be used. I tried to pull the key right out, but it stuck to the box. Without the tooth, Grauf can't get the key. But neither can you, James said, if it's still in the box. That's true, Elf said, but at least we know how it works now. The badger stone unlocks the box, Jenny said, but the tooth unlocks the key. Well, that's two things we need to get back from Grauf, James said. My servo, and, more importantly, the triple M key box. Sounds like you need some more services from me, Zen said. Just track the wolf and tell me where he is, Elf said. Then we'll work out a plan. There's no hurry now, as Grauf can't leave without knowing how to get the key out. All right, Zen said, but I do have some news for you, laddie. Well, Sammy here does. He used to be one of Lord Ratzenberg's soldiers before he started working for me. He got in contact with some of his old pals and squeezed them for information. What do you want to know? Sammy said. I think I've pieced a lot of it together, James said. Lord Ratzenberg is making a big cable to take power from the wind farm and use it to overload the clock tower Christmas lights. It seems like a big effort to go to, just to stop a few lights. Wouldn't it be easier just to cut the lights down? You got some right, but not all, Sammy said. He's getting the power from the wind farm all right. That's what all that cable collecting's about. But he doesn't just want to blow the lights. He wants to blow the whole town. The lights are just the trigger. He says, once he kills the power, you humans will have to move out, and we rats can take over. Can he do it? Jenny asked. Will it work? Well, I'm no engineer, Sammy shook his head. But he believes it will work. He's certain he can get the power from the wind farm to do some serious damage around the seafront and the clock tower. He's almost finished the big fat cable. It connects right at the West Pier. When it's finished, it'll overload power from the seafront all the way up to the clock tower. But you said he wanted to kill the power for the whole town, Jenny said not just the seafront. Oh, I was coming to that, Sammy went on. To mess with the whole of Brighton, he needs help. My old pals told me there's something else he needs to be done. Some big rerouting or something, in some high security area that even we rats can't break into. His lordships paid some fancy foreigner a high price to unlock the door. Apparently, the foreigner said they can get into any building. James, Jenny and Elf 
all looked at each other. A fancy foreigner with a key to get into any building. It must be Gralf. Do you know when the rerouting will be done, and where? James asked. Can't be done before they finish everything else. It's the last piece, the thing that will really make the town go bang. It's at the main substation, not far from here. Thanks, Sammy, James said. Elf pulled out another new multi-tool for Zen. The two rats skipped happily off after the rest of their squad. Well, James said, I guess we all know who Lord Ratzenberg has paid to let him into the substation. But Grauf can't use the key without the tooth and the badger stone, Jenny said, so Lord Ratzenberg won't be able to get into the main substation. We also know where Grauf's going to be on Saturday when the Christmas lights are turned on, Elf said. It will be the perfect time for an ambush. Then you can get the triple M key back, James said, and I might even be able to get my servo back too. If we can sabotage Lord Ratzenberg's cable, that would be nice. It's Friday tomorrow, which means we have the whole day to plan out how to beat Gralf and foil the rat's plan. Jenny looked at her watch. I can still make dance practice, she said. If anything comes up, let me know. Otherwise, I'll see you at school tomorrow. Oh, could I borrow the badger stone? Elf asked. I'd like to see if the priestess is in and talk to her about Gralf. Oh, yes, Jenny handed the stone to Elf. You can give it back tomorrow. Thanks. Jenny hurried off. James needed to get home too. He had no interest in speaking to the priestess again. On his way through town, he made a slight detour. To the main electrical substation. He saw what Sammy meant. It was like a fortress. It was surrounded by a twelve-foot wall which was topped with rotating spikes and barbed wire. It had two big metal gates that were also topped with spikes that gave access to the external electrical equipment. It also had a brick building which had a solid metal door. No easy way in at all. Down at the bottom of the door, on the right-hand side near the hinge, James saw a small sideways S scratched neatly into the metal. On Friday morning there was a buzz of excitement in the playground. James had got in early and found Wilf and Laurie. He told them that they had a big job to do and to gather as many of the Green Hand's gang as possible at break time. That would give James, Jenny and Hugo just over an hour to come up with the plan. Hugo had been oblivious to any of Grauf's movements the day before. He said that he'd walked with the museum shopkeeper to the bottom of the road and then gone straight home. He was still a bit disappointed in not finding a decent trilobite. There was still a stream of reported sightings of S-scratches and animal activity coming in. Hugo was furiously taking notes in a little spiral-bound notebook he'd taken out of his attaché case. Noah a year three boy who was friends with Laurie, had also seen the S scratched into the door of the main substation. He'd picked up on something that James had missed, though. Did you see that line of pigeons watching from over the road? Noah said. James shook his head. He'd been too interested in the security of the substation itself to look around. They were weird. I saw them first, Noah said. Six of them sitting on top of a wall, staring at the door. They're the reason why I noticed a little less. Thanks, Noah, James said. 
James was certain the pigeons were spying for Gralf. And if they'd recognised him snooping around the night before, that might make Gralf more wary on Saturday. It was probably best for James to keep away from the main substation. James, Jenny and Hugo spent their time before break trying to work out everything that needed to be done. Hugo plotted the new sightings on his map, even though they were all quite sure of where they needed to go, but at least it kept him busy. The key to us sabotaging the cable will be getting into the caverns near West Pier, James said. We'll need to get into that picture gallery if we can, otherwise we'll have to find another way in further away, which might mean we get lost. And I really think it would be a good idea to speak to old Joe, the cormorant. We also need a way of stopping the cable from working, Jenny said. If it's connected to the wind farm, it could be dangerous. And it would be really annoying to stop Lord Ratzenberg tomorrow, only to have him try again a week later. We need high-resistance materials, James said, both for us and for the cable. And we need something to fight the rats, too. Not to mention Gralf. Leave that to Elf, James said. I think she and Zen can deal with him better than we can. Hugo did some more research online. He also created lists of equipment and supplies and printed them off too. They hadn't formulated the full plan yet, but they had plenty of information to share with the rest of the Green Hands gang. At break time, James, Jenny and Hugo waited underneath the covered area for the rest of the gang to arrive. Minutes later, the whole of the Green Hands gang was huddled in front of the Year Sevens, eager to find out exactly what was going on. I'm just going to do a register, Hugo said, to see who's here. I've got a list. When you hear your name, just say here and raise your hand. He went through the list and put a tick when he heard the reply. Wilf? Here. Laurie? Here. Fred? Elsie? Roscoe? Another Elsie? Noah? Eleanor? Max times two? Millie? Joanne? Frank? Arlo? Abby? Everyone was there, so James and Jenny carefully explained exactly what everyone would have to do in order to foil the evil rat's plan.